Yes. Hey, everybody. It's your host, Nikki Lynette. Thank you so much for listening to About a Girl. In the coming weeks, we're delivering some of your favorite past episodes, paired with another great show from Double Elvis called Disgraceland. If you're not a listener yet, Disgraceland tells the insane stories of musicians through the lens of true crimes they've committed or have been carried out against them. In addition to stories about other cultural icons, whether they are actors, athletes, authors, or artists. Get ready for some About a Girl and Disgraceland episode pairings featuring Beyonce and Jay-Z, Sharon and Ozzy Osbourne, Carolyn Dennis and Bob Dylan, Valerie Bertinelli and Eddie Van Halen, Betty and Miles Davis, and more. All coming to you right here in the About a Girl feed. And if you want to chat about the show, hit me up on Instagram at Nikki Lynette. That's N-I-K-K-I-L-Y-N-E-T-T-E. Hey, I'm Jake Brennan, and I want to tell you about Disgraceland, the award-winning music and true crime podcast that I host. Disgraceland tells the stories of musicians getting away with murder and behaving very badly. Fleetwood Mac, Nipsey Hussle, Cardi B, Ozzy Osbourne, Taylor Swift, Tupac, The Beatles, Amy Winehouse, Jay-Z, The Grateful Dead, and so many more. This is not the music history you've heard before. This is an uncensored, immersive look at the lives of musical icons as seen through the crimes they've committed or that have been perpetrated against them. Did Jerry Lee Lewis murder his fifth wife? What really happened to Sam Cooke in that seedy motel at 3 a.m.? And how did the Rolling Stones wind up sleeping with the First Lady? Wait, what? New episodes of Disgraceland drop every Tuesday with bonus episodes released on Mondays and Thursdays. So get in, buckle up, and join me in Disgraceland. Available right now, wherever you get your podcasts. rock and roll Hey, it's Chelsea from Dear Young Rocker. And today I am going to talk to Nikki Lynette. She's going to be hosting season two of the About a Girl podcast, which is coming out on June 7th. And if you haven't heard the new trailer for About a Girl yet, it is up and ready to listen to. Hey, Nikki, it's nice to talk to you today. You too, girl. Thanks for sitting down with me. This is going to be dope. For the people who haven't listened to About a Girl, can you tell us what it's about? Yeah. So it's pretty much all in the title. Um, It's all about bringing focus to the women in the history of popular music and popular culture who people might only know about in relationship to their famous romantic partners. Like we heard all about these famous iconic men, but we don't really get to know a lot about the women who stood beside them and were overshadowed by their legacy. Those women have legacies of their own, you know, and every episode tells the story of a different one of these women and they're all nonfiction. So I'm kind of putting the listener into different scenes to kind of let them know the perspective of these women. And I think that's what's what's really interesting about it is that these stories are told specifically from the perspective of these women. Like it doesn't necessarily get to be included, like the narrative of these men, because of course, you know, some of this stuff is not the most comfortable to hear, but that's why we're telling the story from the perspective of these women. It's actually kind of dope. I've never seen this done before. Yeah, it's really interesting. I I enjoyed season one of About a Girl. Uh, we had a different host that was Eleanor Wells. 
Uh, but she has decided to turn her attention to her other creative projects. She also makes films and she's working on that. But I'm interested to know how you, Nikki, came to be the new host of About a Girl. Well, um, it's interesting. I just finished a film right when they were looking for someone and reached out to me about it. I have a film called Get Out Alive. I am a mental health advocate. Like that's what my work is. I'm a social impact artist. Um, during the pandemic, I turned my film this that had a sold out run at Steppenwolf Theater into a musical, like an actual like film. And um I did a TED talk during that time as well about mental health. I am a suicide survivor. I live with complex post-traumatic stress disorder. And I know the importance of telling people's stories. And a lot of the stories of these women, these women are survivors, but the world don't get to know. So when they told me that this was available, when they reached out to me and they asked if I was interested, all I had to do was take a look at what it was and I'm like hell yeah like it's it's an amazing concept it almost makes you wonder like why did these women's stories go so long without being told I'm just really really glad to be the person to help tell it like I said I really enjoyed season one because there are a lot of women in that season I had heard of I had seen pictures of you know Jim Morrison's girlfriends before mm. but the way they were talked about, I didn't even know he had like a main partner, Pam, and that she was so interesting in herself and that she was such a force behind Jim's work and pushing him to be creative and work on his own poetry. I had I had never heard any of that. And even though myself, I am a feminist, of course, I had never even looked into her because I, I just didn't see her out there. And, you know, mm -hmm. same with David Bowie's first wife, who is in season one, she really influenced his style, which is one of the things that, you know, he was so famous for, yeah. his sort of alien punk style. And it's a tragedy that, you know, as recent as like 60s, 70s, these women were kind of being pushed to the background it's really enlightening and hearing the stories of these women, the way that about a girl is told, it's very, it's very visual and it's very immersive, just like Dear Young Rocker is. And that gives you empathy for the person and you can yeah. really kind of imagine their lives rather than just like facts on a Wikipedia page, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So it sounds like you definitely have the experience and the empathy and everything you need to to do this well and you're on a roll with your career so that's exciting thank um, you i definitely yeah. like as a musician myself like a working musician like that's all i do and so like yeah a lot of these women are in entertainment and having to navigate that and the challenges of having a famous partner and all of the demons that, that come along with that it's like I, I feel really connected to a lot of these women so who is going to be profiled in season two? Who are you excited to talk about? There are so many amazing women. Um, I don't even know where to start. Faith Evans, who's the wife of Vicky. Maite Garcia, mm. who was the wife of Prince. Marianne Faithful, who was the girlfriend of Mick Jagger, who kind of got left behind, not by him, but just by uh, a circumstance society created. Uh, Janice Gay, who was the wife of Marvin Gay. There are a lot of 
amazing women in this series. And um, what's really been challenging for me is that when you hear some of their stories, when some of these facts come out, you can't look at those men the same. Yes. And it's like you're forced to have to confront, do you have the ability to separate the art from the artist? Yeah. And I got to be honest with you. I don't know if I do. Yeah. I agree with you, man. I I felt so differently about David Bowie after that that episode I listened to. And Jim Morrison, you know, had stories about him being, you know, womanized or whatever. But I'm sure we could get into a whole conversation about like who deserves to be canceled and whatever, whatever, (laughs) especially like the most like some of the best music of all time, like Prince. Oh, my God. How could I not listen to Prince or, you know, it's been hard. (laughs) Yeah, it's complicated, but I'm sure you'll do it justice. And yeah, even if it's years and years later, it's it's so wonderful that this is happening now. So I'm excited to hear what you do with it. Um, and now I guess we're going to have a clip for you to listen to. And it's on the, uh, it's from the upcoming episode on Marianne Faithful, um, who is known for dating Mick Jagger in the sixties. Well, uh, what's interesting about this one is like, like I mentioned, I'm a suicide survivor. So I felt like I could really put myself into the state of, state of mind of where she was at that time. And even though it's really difficult to hear this type of stuff, we are at that point in society where we need to be having these conversations. So I feel really grateful to actually be able to share in that conversation through her lived experience. Brian Jones was dead to begin with. It was 1969 and Brian had drowned in his swimming pool just months after being fired from his band. Yet, how odd, Marianne thought. There he was again on the street, way down below the Australian hotel room where she was staying with Mick as they were both scheduled to shoot the film Ned Kelly. The room was sky high, and so was Marianne. She'd first recognized the sickly, pale, doomed face of poor Brian when she'd woken up in the hotel room after a long flight and looked into the mirror. She'd cut her hair recently, was anorexic and unhealthy, and had popped more than a dozen downers on the plane. Disoriented, she did not know where or even who she was. She looked like Brian, so she must be Brian. And Brian, she knew, was dead. She figured she'd better take the rest of those pills and get on with it. As she looked down at her deceased friend on the street, he began to expand upward toward her beckoning. She emerged into a strange land and walked with Brian as they chatted. He had been lonely and confused, so he called for her, a friend. Brian didn't seem to know he was dead. Marianne wasn't sure about herself. She looked at the crumbling world around her and considered that this might be hell. Brian was weeping now and she tried to distract him. But then he turned to her, suddenly cheerful. Welcome to death, he proclaimed. A cliff loomed ahead and Brian walked to the edge. Coming, he asked, and then stepped into the abyss. Voices called to her, but she was not ready to go. She roamed around for a long while. She was in an airport where strangers would stop and ask if she was lost. I'm waiting for Mick to come and get me, she told them. And he did. 
So that what you just heard was an excerpt from Marianne Faithful and Mick Jagger, episode two of the new season two of About a Girl, which will be launching June 7th. And it will come out every Monday after that for 12 episodes. And I have been talking with the wonderful Nikki Lynette, the new host of About a Girl season two. And Nikki, I cannot wait to hear the rest of the season. And thanks for taking the time to talk with me. Absolutely. And I want people to know that all of the episodes of season one are still up to binge. You can still hear all of the amazing ones that Illinois did. And this season is going to be really similar to that one. A lot of the same subjects, a lot of the same uh, heartbreak. But with me being an actor, I do kind of lean in into some of the drama And, you know, I'm a black alternative chick and I don't code switch. So you kind of get a different feel this season. I'm really excited to be able to contribute to this. And uh, I'm very excited to have y'all along for the journey. About a Girl, starting on June 7th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.